Welcome to the pre-match of footballing podcast of your ears every weekend of the year, not just the footballing season. We are here all year. We're here all summer with you. You are joined by me, Graham Bailey, at Graham Bailey is where you can get me on Twitter. I'm not going to give you my threads handle, but you can find me on threads as well. Craig underscore Honeyman on Twitter for my good friend, Craig Honeyman. Craig, how are you doing? Are you on threads, Craig? Graham, I saw that threads had launched yesterday uh, and I saw that it was owned, produced, created by um, Meta, obviously the owners of Facebook and Instagram. And I haven't joined as yet, but... Probably this time next week, mate, I will be on threads, I would imagine. Yes, I would I wouldn't rush over too quickly, mate, if I'm being honest. <laughs> but uh, um yeah, it's um it's got a long way to go. Um but yeah, I am on there. Graham B Bear, I think this is my same as my Instagram handle. But today we are going to look at some transfers. We're gonna focus on Saudi Arabia, what's happened there, what's going to happen. Look at some of the people who've already gone, some people who might be going. And uh, and we do have a bit of a preview, as ever, with a pre-match. You can never miss out on a preview. We're going to look at England-Spain, the under-21 final, which Craig informs me is on Sunday. Um, so, yeah, we'll be looking at that as well, um, seeing what Lee Carsley men, Carsley's men can do or what they can't do. Um, so, yeah, a lot of transfers going on in and around. Declan Rice will complete today with Mason Mount. We discussed them a lot on the show. We're going to focus today mainly on Saudi Arabia, aren't we, Craig? And yep. the Saudi Pro Saudi Pro League. Host of deals have already happened. Um, host of deals haven't happened yet, but lots of people um being linked. Um, Craig, of first overall impressions of the Saudi Pro League, we saw we saw Ronaldo go last summer. Yeah. Um, heavily criticised, but now this Pro League is um. He's really, really making a concert. We know Piff on the major four teams who are yep. there, Craig, um, who run them. And those four teams are, Craig? Oh, you tell me, Graham. Go on. Al-Ali. Al-Itihad. Al-Hilal. And Al-Nassar. There we go. Um, right, so, Craig, what, what are your thoughts on the Saudi Pro League? I'm just going to go and shut my dog up quickly in the background. But, Craig, give us your thoughts on where... What are your immediate thoughts on the Saudi Pro League? Graham, I, I actually think it's uh, it's a good thing. I think it's uh, a, a disruptive disruptive influence on, on European football, um, and in particular, the Premier League and those big clubs in Spain, uh, Real Madrid... Barcelona, Atletico Madrid, some European giants, Bayern Munich, uh, Juventus, the the, the Milan clubs, um, PSG, because what what it's done is it's changed the the the, the payment dynamic, where those well, the smallest club in the Premier League can outpay the majority of clubs in the Bundesliga and yeah. La Liga, uh, Serie A, etc. And that's been probably grossly unfair. I think the Premier League's been a a bit of a death star for European football for some time now. Uh, and the Saudi Pro League has come to come to disrupt that. Um, obviously, well, it's, the, it's helping a lot of ways, Craig, as well, isn't it? At the moment, it is anyway. It's helping some of these Premier League clubs. Oh, great. Listen, financially, it's uh, it's been a godsend for, 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 for Chelsea in particular, as, as we know, uh, as, as so many of those players have gone and, and gone for, for good money. Um, and, and and look, it's one of it's one of them, Graham, where my little boy, uh, as you know, is is nine years old. He has asked now, I want to watch the Saudi Pro League on TV. I want to watch Ronaldo play. 
right? So he's watched his games on YouTube and bits, of, but they're not live. They're, they're like little highlights of his games afterwards. It's, you know so what that, I know. That, that's quite a bit of a fascinating subject as well, Craig, in terms of the TV rights, the revenue. Will it get picked awesome. up? By, will, will it be TNT as it is now? Will it be Sky? I, mean, I totally agree. It's the thing about my, my son's birthday this weekend and, and one of his presents, Craig, um, is is an is is going to be an Al Nassar shirt. There you go. Great, great. Yeah, it does. There's there's a lot of negativity. Uh, I think some of that ne- ne- negativity is driven by fear, right? Um, oh, of course. You know, there's there's a lot of people trying to politicize um, the, the the Saudi Pro League. Um, there's the the allegation of of sport washing. Um, I think that's, that's a, that's an easy one. I mean, if, if we look at our own country and our own league, uh, our country is not perfect, but our football doesn't invade our politics. You know, people don't talk about uh, Boris Johnson and Rishi Sunak when they're talking about the, the, the Premier League. Um, similarly, when people it's talk a, about it, MLS, they, they, they don't yeah. talk about um, Joe Biden and Donald no, they Trump. Don't. And, and, it's, and that's a very important thing, and, and we'll discuss it in the future, Craig, about this um, independent regulator, which um, is is politics getting involved in English football too. But that's something for another day. But yeah, does this snobbish thing is looking down? I, I do get the feeling for all European football, not just the Premier League, European football and fans who. Look down the nose on on the Saudi Pro League and are, are quite critical unless it comes to their aid, Craig. And um, yeah, and and that's just something we'll we'll, we'll compete. Um, I like the fact it runs from August. Um, it, it marries up with the Western leagues, Craig. So I think that's an advantage that the Saudi Pro League has. And it it's going to be interesting, Craig, isn't it? Because it's a long way. There's another two months to go yet. We understand that obviously these big players have gone out there. Uh, um, the Benzema, the Kante, but there's going to be a second wave of players, Craig, as well, that we see out there. We're already seeing it to a certain extent. Uh, Jota was a big, really interesting Yeah, deal. good signing. Out of Celtic. Really interesting deal for me. Yeah, he's gone to Alitahad, and he's, what What did he cost? He only cost 25 20 million, million. Yeah. Which, which for Saudi isn't an awful lot, and he's not going to be one of the highest earners there, although it will be earning a lot of money, but he's 24-year-old, he's gone there. I think the likes of that and the Ruben Neves deal to Al-Hilal, uh, the ones that probably European clubs should be more worried about, you know, rather than the Edward Mendes and, and yeah, the Cant- I, and the Cantes and Firmino, it's 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 them type of ones that I think Graham, they should be more worried about. Graham, totally agree. If 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 I was if I was running that league, if I was running the Saudi Pro League for the second tier clubs, I would simply go and sign all of the best players out of the second tiers from Spain, England, Germany, and France. Mm. And and it, 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 it's that yeah. simple because then, then then you have a hugely competitive league where you're not paying the, the, the crazy money. And and you know and I know a player that's earning half a million pounds a year uh, in France, if they're offered two million net to go to Saudi Arabia to the second tier, they're gone. They don't yeah. even think about it. They're, they're, they're it, is, it is is that the non-tax thing is a huge thing over there. And, of course. Um, and obviously, an interesting one, Craig. We haven't seen this yet and in terms of... I don't think this PIF thing has come up at, come up too much. We might see it a bit more now. Someone, for instance, Alan San Maximum is yes. a tag. Is a tag we understand is a tag yes. to the Pro League, which will be the first that... If he goes there, if he goes to one of the top four, he'll see um, a PIF player go join the sister club almost to Newcastle, which is what, which is what they are. And and someone like that as well, Craig. It's a fascinating, it's a fascinating link. But I think that's the sort of player that the Saudis should be aiming for yeah. in terms of um, product. Um, 
you know that that you, you can't just fill it with full of 36 year olds um age aging players the the nevers of sort of some maximum and i think before the end of the window we'll see quite a few more of these players craig going over oh absolutely no doubt about it Craig. i think i think we'll see lots of players lots of players going over um, you know, and I've commented previously, Graham, that the, 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 it's a really smart move to to target Muslim heroes. You know, there's a lot of lot of the players that have gone that are Muslim, uh, and I think uh, moving to a to a Muslim country is 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 I think it's genius. I really do think it's genius. and and, and that hence the link to Paul Pogba, who is probably yes. the most well-known, probably the best, not the best, but probably the most well-known Muslim footballer. And it's not going to be, it won't be a huge surprise to see no. him him go over there. No, I, I think along with uh, Karim Benzema, I think yeah. you're probably right, you know. Um, and, and Golo Kante, uh, similarly. I, I saw a wonderful video with Kante, Graham, having, I don't know if you've seen this, having, having pizza, by, sat by himself having pizza in a restaurant. And the the that could be in come... London. That that was the way he acted in London, though, wasn't it? As well, oh, was, mate, uh... the, a waiter comes over and uh, Kante is embarrassed that he wants his autograph and a photo with him, and he just has the biggest smile on his face. He, he is he was one of the nicest guys in football, eh? Um, yeah, as you've seen, Mendy yeah, go, he's... haven't we? Kula Bali go. Yeah, uh, and there's a lot more like that. Like Riyad has been linked. Yep. Bernard, Bernardo Silva. I'm not quite sure them two will go for different reasons, but uh, uh, one also the and it's the managers as well now. Yes. Craig. we're seeing the managers linked. We know um, that Marco Silva turned down an offer. Max Allegri from Juve turned down an offer. Nuno's already over there. There's a few managers over there already. But we interesting we've seen Steven Gerrard go over to El Etifak, who yeah. are one of the teams outside the top four, but one of the teams who are willing to spend big. And you know, this'll be another issue um we see come up as well, Craig, where they, they do start going for the big name managers as well. And and they have to as well, don't they, Craig? You can't yeah. just have the players, you need you need these managers as well. Um so Gerard's just probably I imagine I see him being the first of quite a few, Craig. Oh, I agree. I, I totally agree. Um, you know, ultimately, ultimately, um, we will see an elite manager go to uh, go to Saudi. I wouldn't be surprised, Graham, if they don't uh, target someone of the ilk of um, Jose Mourinho. I, yeah. I just think I, I'm, I just, I'm just look. I'm just looking through the list of managers, Craig. Here, Gerard's the biggest name, well, probably the biggest name. Nuno, Nuno, Spiritual Santo is yeah. at Al Etihad. Jorge Jesus is Al Hilal, who's a big name as well. Those three aside, the names aren't huge. They are they are foreign, a lot of them. Yeah. But I think we will see an increasing amount of um, of, of course, of course we will. Graham, of, of of course we will. And look, we we saw in the second tier, didn't we? We saw Robbie Fowler move to 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 Saudi Arabia last week too. Uh, Robbie, I think, had managed managed in Australia uh, previously. Um, so it's a great move, great move for him. We also saw, I don't know if you've seen this, Graham, he's uh, made his first signing. No. He signed Max Power. Ah, I did see the link, actually, now you said that. So I'm just at recent appointments. Um, Krasimir Rezic has gone to Altai, who are in the top flight as well. So there's a lot of, the, the Saudi Pro League, Craig, how many teams do you think are in the Saudi Pro League, the top flight? 14, 12, 14. I think it's about eighteen, Craig. Right, which okay. surprises me. Um, and so there's a lot more room for investment as well. The ex-Polish manager's gone there actually, so I do say big names. Uh, 
Minicevic. Um, he's gone over there to manage um Al Abba. So he was the Polish manager as of last year. So there's a right. few names starting to creep in there, but nothing of the caliber of um of Gerard really um thus far. But we do expect to see um um that many more players. Uh, foreign players. I'm just reading, I'm just looking at eight eight foreign players. They can register eight foreign players over the course of the season, Craig. That is a rule, um, in this league. Whether that rule changes, I suspect it might. <laughs> um, yeah. or some might get um citizenship. So there's quite a, there's quite a lot of Brazilians over there, and I'm not talking big names. There's big names there, but a few like Vitinho, um, looking at the club to. Um, the Gerard's taken over. He's got only one slot left because Robert Rob Kaiser playing off Sweden. Craig, he's over yep. there. Um, Vitinho, Marcel Tisseron, the defender. So there's always a lot of form. There's a lot of gaps over there as well, though. There's still a lot of gaps over there to fill. And it's going to be fascinating. Yeah, we're going to see. Uh, we are going to see a lot more here. Yeah, I, I, th- I think what we'll what we'll see is probably the the initial couple of seasons. They'll throw money at it in terms of ridiculous money, and then they'll mm. find a balance. So they'll stabilize. It'll stabilize itself. Yeah, yeah, they'll stabilize, but they'll still pay more money than what players can earn in Europe. But it won't be ridiculous. It won't be the, you know, you can earn fifty million a a season or ninety million. It's it's going to drop down significantly. But as we've spoken about previously, the money's tax free, Mm -hmm. um, over there. So, look, the the league's going to be a disruptive influence. But I think it's it could be a lot of fun. I'm certainly going to watch it. I'm, I'm looking forward to watching it and look look how these players do over there because um, obviously the climate's different. You you know and you know and I know that you can't charge around on a on a pitch in Saudi Arabia or the Middle East uh, mm. like you can in in Europe um, because of the 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 the, the climate. How, how warm it is the temperatures. You, your body can't cope the same way. So that's going to be interesting. But I think. I think a lot of do these. You think top we'll, players... Do you think we'll see the Saudi Pro League attack it, uh, attracting players from say? I know a league of what you a league that a lot of English clubs look at is like the Egyptian league, for instance. Craig, of course. Or, do, you, of course. do you think we'll see them going to Argentina, Brazil, Egypt, of course. Uh, some of the best best young players as well? Of course, I agree. I've got, I've got, I've got no doubt about it. They will be smart, so um, it will be really easy for them to sign African players, either African based or elite mm. African players who've got no issue playing in heat and humidity, uh, yeah. zero, zero issue. Um, and, and they, they will be such smart signings. Uh, South American players. We know uh, some, some of those countries are uh, playing a different, uh, well, a, a much warmer climate than, than in Europe. In many cases, we can see those kind of players moving. I think it's going to be really interesting. I, I Grim, I, like I said to you now, I, I am like a bit of a broken record here. I'm 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 pro the Saudi League. I'm I'm pro this this disruption. The Premier League and and the big clubs in Europe have had it their own way for too long now. Um, and and let's be honest, Graham. If you're a young player in in Brazil, you're not leaving Brazil because you love. I don't know. Let, let's let's look look at a random club because you love Tottenham Hotspur, or because you love West Ham United, or because you love Atlanta in. Uh, Atalanta, sorry, in uh, in 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 Italy or Verona, you're moving for the money. Yeah, you're you're, you're moving. You're 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 moving your family. You're moving your life away from Brazil, from Argentina, from Nigeria, from Senegal, from Egypt. You're moving for the money uh, and and for the for the chance to play in Europe. In terms of in, in terms of this, Craig. So let's look at it in terms of um, not negatives, but when it. I, 
I think it's going to be fascinating to see when it for some of these players of getting out of Saudi, not in terms of literally, but I'm saying in terms of the contracts and the fees. Yeah, a lot of these players are going to realise that when they want to move back to Europe, then we'll have to see how easy the pro league make it for some of these players because they're going to be under huge contracts and they cost yep. a lot of money. I think that'll be an interesting second wave of events. I think, I think if you look at the age profile of the players that have gone over there so far, mm. I think the high profile ones I'm talking about here, I think there's Ruben Neves and, and Jota, right? Mm. That are this side of 30. They're the ones who may still have a big move left in them. They're, they're the thing. ones that will have another move within Europe, right? Yep. Yeah, the 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 others won't. But Benzema, etc., Kante, Koulibaly, Mendy, um, Brozovic, they they they're all they're all thirty plus. Firmino, they're all they're all thirty plus. So if they're getting two three year contracts there, they'll they'll go and see out their, those contracts. I'm I'm pretty sure. Um, and it's going to be different to China, Graham. This this so we saw China try to disrupt. Uh, European football um, four or five years ago, didn't we? Um, where they started to to spend money, but that that was very much driven by um, by the government. Then there was a change in in government, um, and the the finances dried up, and there's a policy change. Mm-hmm. I I don't think that's going to happen in Saudi Arabia. I think this is going to be a project which is going to be going to have a ten year plan and then probably a twenty year plan. Graham, this this is this is here to stay. Yeah, and in terms of the the policing of the Saudi Pro League in terms of obviously in Europe we have UEFA financial fair play everything there's not really anything in place for the nope. worldwide game in FIFA and it's hard to see FIFA even maybe to to pacify some of the English some of the sorry not English but the European giants because I think they'll all be in a few years time if this carries on the Europeans will will be asking questions there's no doubt about it it's, you know it's like oh don't what's going on here all this money um it'll be interesting to see how that pans out with fifa but i don't see fifa heavily getting involved at this moment in time craig in in finances in terms of financial fair play Brilliant. it is it is what it is isn't it grim it, it it you know and i know you know and i know that saudi arabia will throw money at fifa right so saudi arabia will say host the world club cup in Saudi Arabia or one of our one of PIF to so one of their uh, businesses will sponsor the world club cup uh, to the tune of a uh, hundred million uh, pounds or whatever, whatever they will not get involved in a negative way in this whatsoever. They will look at this as a way to create more revenue for FIFA. Right. There, there was, there was, there was some guy on talk sport the other day. I, I, I did nearly fall off my seat laughing when he, when he said, and it was considered by um, by your pal um, Jim, and uh, also uh, the the former Crystal Palace uh, chairman, uh, whose name is just uh, evaded me. What what's he called? Simon John. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they, one a fan phoned in and said, "Oh, you wouldn't be surprised to see these teams in the Champions League." I'm like, Champions League European competition. That 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 ain't gonna happen. But what we will see, Graham, is these clubs, um, maybe by invitation. Uh, infiltrate the World Club Cup where we see six clubs or eight clubs from Saudi Arabia taking part in that extended tournament. Oh, definitely. And, and, FIFA, and sponsorship FIFA coming be, from FIFA there. will be embracing that one. Obviously, this will lead to a, a Saudi World Cup. I don't think they'll get 2030, but I think 2034 and 2038 will be targets. And why Saudi. not, Graham? 
Oh and yeah, why not? it's part of the it's part of the rotation. I think they, they will get it. There's no doubt about that. And um, and, and do you know what, Graham? Be, it'll be another them. World Cup where there'll be no trouble. So we saw, in my opinion, the greatest World Cup in my lifetime take place in Qatar. Uh, it was sensational. The, the country hosted it magnificently. And, and you know and I know that Saudi will want to put on something bigger, better and bolder than their uh, than their neighbours have, have, have put on. It, it will be really interesting. Um, and listen, by the way, if the World Cup's in Saudi Arabia, get me my tickets, get me my aeroplane tickets, get me booked and get me there. It will be amazing. We'll soon see, yeah. yeah. Obviously, we are, as we know, Craig is wrong. The greatest World Cup in my, our lifetime was uh, Mexico 86 in the aftermath of that earthquake, um, which is my favourite one. I love that. Uh, I watch anyone. You can actually watch it, Craig, on YouTube. The, um, you know the what, film, Craig? I, I, I watched some... I watched some highlights recently of Mexico 86 and what what I, what I didn't realise. Remember the Azteca Stadium? Mm-hmm. Remember the, the camera that was above um, or whatever they had above the stadium? And it looked like a giant spider. The shadow looked like a giant spider on the pitch. And that was the one thing I was taken aback by watching that on uh, on YouTube, but yeah, it was. Uh... It's it's called it's called Goal, and it's narrated by Michael Caine. It's one of the first football movies I ever saw in my life, actually. But it's called Goal, narrated by Michael Caine. I implore anyone go on. You can go on to YouTube and watch it and follow. It's one of the greatest football films you will ever see. It's full of the world's best players: Hugo Sanchez, uh, Prebemelkia, Laudrup, um, Enzo Francescoli, the prince from Uruguay, yep. to Gary Lineker, Rummenigge. Uh, Rumeniger um, oh, and then yeah, Zico and Socrates from Brazil uh, Platini at France honestly I, I, it's my favourite World Cup ever Craig. I just think it's the names in that and the way it Diego turned Maradona. the hand of God yeah as well it, it's an, please go and watch that movie on YouTube guys if you're listening it's a sensational film and afterwards you'll probably agree with me that it's the greatest ever um Right, so before we get on to our preview on Sunday of Saudi of England, Saudi England versus Spain, I'm sure Saudi will like that in the future. But this this weekend's European Under Twenty One Championships is between England and Spain in Georgia and Romania. Um, I think the finals in Georgia, but I will be corrected on that. Uh, we're going to look at our tra- our deals of the week, the deals we liked, Craig, this week. Um, yep. I know you've got yours picked out, yep. so I'll let you go first because it's um, um, it'll give everyone a laugh. Go on, Craig. Don't be so disrespectful. Um, what my my, my favourite deal of the week uh, came at Bristol Rovers, where we saw veteran defender uh, George Friend at the age of thirty five uh, move to Bristol Rovers uh, under freedom of contract. Um, I think I think they'll play him in a back three. Uh, it's my gut feeling. Uh, I think they'll play him left sided central defender. Um, I think George will be. A massive asset for Bristol Rovers, not just on the pitch, but off it. I think it'd be a calming influence. I think it'll help the younger players. Uh, I just think it's such a, a sensible signing from from Rovers, and that's that's my signing of the week. My signing of the week, Craig, a player I know we both both like is um, Mads Anderson. Club record move from yep. Barnsley to Luton. Great move. I think he's an outstanding player. I think he will move again in 12 months. He'll be going up again. I think he'll be making rapid progress. Um, love him as a player. I think he's um, I think he's wonderful. Um, and yeah, it'd be inter- really interesting to see how he gets on at Luton. Yeah, I listen, really, it, it, really it, like it, that deal. 
him and uh, him and Liam Kitchen were were, were immense at the back uh, for Barnsley uh, this year. It, Anderson's had a, a lot of suitors, Graham. It did look like he was going to return uh, to European football um, this summer, but fair play to to Luton. Um, they've jumped in, and listen, we've we've spoken about what Luton are going to do or what we think they're going to do. They're going to sign Championship level players. They're going to sign. Uh, a couple of foreigners, maybe a couple of Premier League loans. Um, invariably, I, th- I think we both agree they will go down, um, but they'll go down in a much stronger position with over £100 million in, uh, in, in revenues to come um, and a squad capable of challenging for the, the top six in the in the following season. I think what they're doing is is really smart. Uh, Ogbeni, um, obviously from Rotherham, it, for for the championship will be a smart. He's super quick, Ogbeni. He might impact the Premier yeah. League with his with his blistering pace. But Mads Anderson, I think, what is he, Graham? Twenty four. Mads Anderson, he'll go again. Um, and and you know, what was the pay from Graham? Three four million. Um, I think it's about f- between five and six. I think right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But but Graham, we, we know that he could have one good season with Luton, and it's so might buy him for fifteen twenty. Oh and yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. That is um, well, one player that looks to be leaving Graham, which I'll be very sad about. Looks to be leaving the Premier League. Um, again, one of our favourites on the pod, Max Kilman. Max Kilman yeah. looks like he's going to Napoli. Yeah. They've had a bit rejected, but clearly the interest is there. And obviously, he'll be he's seen as a replacement for Kim Minjai, who's yep. having the medicals as we speak. And we buy Munich. Kim, yeah. Kim Minjai will be going there for his release clause. Nothing Napoli can do about that. Yeah, but it sums up how how far Max Kilman's gone. I, I'm surprised that we haven't seen like a Tottenham, etc. coming for Max Kilman yet, but it may happen. Craig, but yeah, I want to keep an eye on Max Kilman. But yeah, we hope he hope he doesn't leave the Premier League. But if he does go, I wouldn't mind it being to a big club like Napoli. It'd be a, certainly a very interesting move. Um, so, Craig, takes us on to our preview um, for yep. the week. Previews are back um, for this week. England versus um, Spain. Uh, England 21s. They've um, been progressing pretty comfortably um, through, I would say. Great, Grim. Grim, can, um, can I just say it to you? Mm-hmm. They haven't conceded a goal, England. Nope. They haven't conceded a goal in this in this tournament. Um Listen, you know I'm a huge fan of Lee Carsley anyway. Uh, and 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 look, we we we've had an England under 21 manager in the past that's just hoofed the ball and played long ball football and said it was the impossible job. Um and I think 1984, Graham, you can correct me if I'm wrong. 1984 was the last time England under 21s won a tournament. Um Yeah, yeah, but- something like that. It's interesting he's gone there with um with no recognised striker, but Ant- Anthony Gordon's impressed me whilst he's been over there, Craig. I think it's a forward, that forward and the right hand side role is something you'll probably do at Newcastle the coming season as well. It's like England are playing, England are playing like Spain used to play with a false nine. You know, lo- lo- loads of midfield players. You, you look at how they're set up. So they're not playing with a right back. They, 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 James Garner's playing in there, but he's almost at times, uh, 
stepping into midfield, coming centrally like like John Stones. Do you know what, Craig? I did I did see him play there on the final day of the season for Everton. He played it right back, but yeah, he's one who is comfortable with the ball. He can play that transition role quite easily because yep. he's, he's a very good footballer, and he just suit that role. Um, exceptionally well, but the the full of Curtis Jones is playing really well. Smith oh, Rowe, been right. Yeah, it, it's it's a very good squad. Um, fair play to the. Um, I'm not going to put fair play to the FA because it, this this is down it's down to the club. It's down to the clubs, Greg. It's down to the likes of Man City, Liverpool, Arsenal investing in these academies, which is why we're getting these huge talents of players. And we shouldn't forget that. You know, this is about the money being ploughed in by the Premier League. Clubs. They get a lot of criticism. These clubs. Really well, they, are pl- they are ploughing money at these young players, Greg. Well, Graham, there's, there's, there's two players in this squad that I think will go to the Euros with England. Go on. Levi Colwell, mm-hmm. who you and I both love. Yep. And then the wild card for me is Morgan Gibbs-White. I think he will make the squad as well. I would throw a wild card out there as well. His attacking partner, Anthony Gordon. Now, he's not flavoured enough at me, but we know... That England like him, yeah. Southgate likes him, Newcastle like him. If he has a good season at Newcastle, there's every chance that he could go as well, Craig. I really believe that. Um, but yeah, I don't disagree with that, Craig. And Gibbs White, we love. Forrest could have a good season. It's fascinating. On to, and they're playing in the final, Craig. They are playing Spain. Uh, England yeah. got through to the final, as you said, without conceding a goal, Craig. Um, they beat Israel um, in the build up. Spain's progress, um, a bit more interesting. They've let a few. Few more goals in. Drew with France, big Croatia. The Jew with Ukraine, but then (laughs) destroyed them. And yeah, they they took the foot off the pedal. And and there's a player, Greg, who's one of my favourite players, young players in world football, who's playing for Spain. He's keeping he's keeping Gabri Vega out of this team. Um, Ian Sanchez at at Bilbao. What a footballer this lad is, Craig. He is absolutely. Sensational. A lot of players might a lot of people might not heard him, but he's 23. He is a he is what he's an absolute brilliant player. I I, 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 this is a very Graham, good listen, Spanish team. Very Graham, good. Well, listen, we, we 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 love we love what Bill Bell do, don't we, in terms of their, their culture as a club. Still only uh, signed, but amazing that they're still only signed bass players. They still, club, listen, they they they're the only club in the world that only signed players from one region, Spain, which is the Basque region. Um, they pay their players very well. They they sell very well. So I think, Graham, I'm right in saying that any of their star players over the past five, ten years have only left the club when uh transfer clauses have been have been hit. They've not sold below uh, those clauses, any of those star players. Uh they are a magnificent club. I love everything about them. I love the culture of the club. Um, I, I just think they they're, they're amazing. And Sanchez is a proper player. Um, so so good, so good. In fact, Graham, that my son buys him on FIFA and plays him in his little FIFA. Whatever. It's interesting you is. say. It's interesting you say about the the Basking Craig. And and what I will say about the Spanish team, it's a it's a very old team, Craig, which sounds silly, but a lot of these players are twenty three. Yeah, uh, but but you've got Gomez, Paredes, and Pacheco at the back, who are all are all from the Basque region. One Bilbao and two from from Real Sociedad. Um, you got Blanco in midfield from but and City. Sergio I, Gomez playing. Yeah, yeah, he's a good player. He's playing left wing actually, which yeah, I think he's people, playing up people, up on which yeah. I think people think he may progress to be anyway in the future. You got two Betis boys who are very good, um, in Rodri and Miranda. Um. So we're good, we're good, we're going to do our prediction as well, Craig, and I mentioned Abel Ruiz as well, who is um, a very good young striker as well. Um, so Craig, Sanchez, uh, Starman, Graham, do you think in that squad? 
Who, sorry? Sanchez. Yeah, very much so, Craig. He's a he's a he's a magician of a player. He really is. Um, uh, yeah, I'm 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 fascinated. He's clearly happy where he is. He doesn't really. He's not really pushing for a move. He's a bit like Ori Azabal at Sociedad, was probably might spend his whole career there. But what a player, um, Sanchez is. But, but yeah, but this Spanish team, Craig, they've got they got Gabri Vega on the bench, who is being followed by every major club in Europe. Yeah. Um, Hugo Guillemon, he can't get in the team. At we're going to predict this team now, Craig. Predict this game now, Craig. Um, I I love what Lee Cows is doing. I love that team. Me too. I I just think, Craig. Though I think the Spanish team is just a bit, um, a bit too mature for the English team. I th- I think they are. This is it's a, it, yeah. It's a good it's, point. It's, it's, a, it's a, it is almost boys playing men, which is it's it's not it's not de- it's not detrimental to the English lads at all. They're doing a wonderful job. But this, I, I don't know. I don't know the answer, Craig. But I imagine if you looked at the league appearances of this Spanish team compared to the English team, it'd be three to one. I think they'd probably play three times more games just because just because the ages, Craig. You know, we're talking. Yeah, yeah. You know, their youngest players twenty one, I think, in this. Day. But um, I think it'll be a fascinating game, close game. I think England might struggle to score against this very well marshaled um, Spanish defense, experienced. Um. I think Spain might edge it, Craig, 1-0 or 2-1, but I think it'll be a fascinating game. I think England have got every chance to do, but I think Spain might edge it um, just based on their experience. Yeah, if you if you look at if you look at the England team that started the game, Graham, against uh, against Israel, I think there's probably only Morgan Gibbs White that is a regular starter in the Premier League. Yeah, there you go. So so obviously Levi Colwell was a squad player really at Brighton uh, on loan. And when he played, he, he was very good. Uh, Howard Bellis, the captain, um, obviously had a great loan season, didn't he, in the second tier with Burnley. Uh, Garner spent a lot of his time on the bench. Is Angel Gomez playing in France, Graham? I think he is. I, I've not followed his career as, as much as I should have done since he left Manchester United, but I understand that he probably is playing in, in France. Mm-hmm. Uh, Curtis Jones, um, obviously squad player, uh, Paul Palmer, squad player, Anthony Gordon, forty million pound squad player, and Emil Smith Rowe just back from injury. Um, so yeah, I take your point on board. The, the Spanish team will will have much more uh, match experience. Uh, big in their starting eleven, Craig. Too. I think I think I think there's only one player. Um, there's what there's at least half a dozen who are twenty three. I'm just trying to see if any of the starting line of what we think it'll be. I don't think there's a twenty-one-year-old in there, Craig. Even they're all twenty-two or twenty-three, which is wow. which just sums up like uh, obviously they're allowed to do that because because the way they qualify. Yeah, but I don't. I think Alex Boehner, um, the Villarreal midfielder, um, who's twenty-one, he he's going to be the the least experienced, Craig, and he and he's a first-team player for Villarreal, and he's twenty-one. He'll be, he'll be he's, he's the only twenty one year old who'll be in that Spain starting lineup, Craig. Which wow. is um, Abel Ruiz. We forget Craig is the one is the striker twenty three year old who's playing in in Portugal. Yeah, who's who's one of the best strikers in Portugal, Craig. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this Spain team is um. It's not it's not it's not full of Real and Barca names, Craig, because we uh, that that a lot of people may know, but it's full of experience and talent. It really is. Yeah. Um, so go on, I, I, but I, but I know you're going to stay loyal, Craig, aren't you? Of course, I am. 
Listen, I, I, I'm staying loyal to Lee Carsley. Uh, I'm staying loyal to the, the, the Young Lions. And I think they're going to do it. Uh, I think they're going to do you said you 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 said um you fill us in on this actually because I said to you um haven't watched any of this where you watched the last game where where yep. you were able to watch this Craig yeah so you, you you're able to watch it via the UEFA website so ah you, okay so if you go on there just click follow the link and you're able to watch it you're able to stream it live a cry uh, a crying shame it's not on anywhere it's a bit previous tournaments have been there have been I think I think the problem is Graham they've probably set a fee for it. Um, UEFA and then none of the broadcasters either be it BT Sport Eurosport um, the Eurosport still exists ITV BBC, ITV, ITV, Sports, BBC. BBC. No, no one's bought it no, no one has paid that amount mm. of money for it so the only way you can watch it is to uh, is to stream it which is which is frustrating which is frustrating but it is uh, it is what it is uh, I, I'm looking forward to the game um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I'm sure you can do this too. I'm gonna mirror my, uh, my, my TV. Watch it on the TV uh, via my iPad. And the score will be two nil to England. I'm gonna say three um, one Spain. I think uh, Abba Ruiz will. Uh... Oh, congratulations! It's too good. I do, but I'd be lovely watching. But please, uh, if you can watch it, do watch it because some brilliant players on both sides of the pitch. And yeah, that's what's that's done for the day, Craig. We've got a preview. We discussed some transfers weekend in the Saudi Pro, Pro League. A really good episode. I, just, I enjoyed that one today, Craig. So yeah, we'll, me too. Um, we'll, we'll be back next week, tackling a few of the big deals. A few more big deals going through, as we say. But we're well into July now. Uh, pre-season has begun, Craig. So any yep. pre- we might we might look at a few pre-season um, storylines next week, seeing what's coming out from all the camps. Um, as I think Manchester United even get their campaign underway next week. I think they're playing Leeds in Oslo, I think. Um, so yeah, some of these Premier League teams are really kicking off already. So we'll be back next week and uh, we'll be talking pre-season much much more besides chat man enjoy your weekend Graham enjoy your weekend guys